Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I'm your host, Tatiana Berende, and today I'm really excited to have with me Guru Tej. We're going to be discussing female intuition and the moon centers. This is going to be a very, very fascinating conversation, I have a feeling. As one of Yogi Bhajan's original students, Guru Tej emerged as a founding practitioner of Kundalini. She is now considered a foremost authority on Kundalini Yoga and is internationally recognized as one of a handful of Kundalini Yoga masters. Through her True Success program, she teaches people how to have the energy they want and need to feel connected and empowered in all aspects of their lives. As a prolific writer, Guru Tej is an author to three popular books, including A Slice of the Beloved, Connection for Relationships, The Moon She Rocks You, Revealing the Secrets of Women's Inner Emotions, and The Thirteenth Month, How to Get an Extra 29 Days Each Year. She has also developed transformative, powerful online courses, The Moon She Rocks You, Empower Your Essence, and I Am Empowered. So I am so excited to have you on the show, Guru Tej. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Yeah. So before we begin about the moon centers, will you please tell our audience what are your superpowers? My superpowers is I understand energy and not just, you know, when, when we talk about energy, people go, Oh, yeah, solar and wind and gas and you know, <laughs> your energy, our energy. And, you know, I'm 69 years old and I still rollerblade hills and, you know, can do all sorts of yoga and swim in the ocean. And I know what made that happen. So my superpower is that I want it to be for everybody. That's why, you know, my subtitle is the energy guru. Because without energy, everything sucks, doesn't it? It's like when you don't have energy, it's like not fun. Nothing's fun. Your work's not fun. Your relationship's not fun. Everything's irritating. So, you know, that's my, uh, my superpower is that I want to give everybody the tools to have a really good energy, real energy, not, you know, not the fake, the sugar, caffeine, you know, ones that we use now that are, you know, cheaters. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And, you know, you said that you know what made that happen, and I would just love to hear from you. What what's your understanding of what made that happen? What makes that happen? What makes it happen is having a great spiritual practice that feeds you straight out of the gate every day. It's not like a sometimes thing. It's not like a once a week church thing. It's like every day. And I hear people, oh, I don't have the time to do that. Really like 7, 11, you know, 20 minutes. Like, think of all the time we waste. So I've had a very deep spiritual practice for a very long time. And um, exercise. You know, I have a whole book, The 13th Month, and it's really based on the six precepts that I hold. How you wake up in the morning is determined by how you go to bed at night. Mm -hmm. How do you go to sleep? What do you do to clear your day before you go to sleep? Okay. What do you do when you get up, you know, to wake up in the morning, to really wake up and have some time to yourself to really connect to the essence of you? You know, what do you eat? 
look at what you eat, not what you want to eat, not what your tongue is ruling you, but, you know, what do you eat? And does it really feed your being? And I understand. I'm vegan, you know, gluten-free, the whole thing. But I understand that's not for everybody. But having a clean diet that works for you is, right? And um, breathing, all that breathing thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's that thing. <laughs> We'd be dead, right? So really learning simple breathing techniques that you can, you know, do during the day. And I've got these little flip charts that you can carry in your purse or set on your desk. And they have one to three minute exercises that you can do all during the day to release. Because when we're stressed out, we're not breathing. Mm -hmm. We're holding ourselves together. And it's not sexy. It's not sensual. It's not empowered. It's not connected. Um. And the other thing is exercising this beautiful body. Look at it. You know, it's got all of these joints that tell us, if you don't move me, you will turn into a tin man or woman, right? (laughs) Right. It's just our beings talk to us about what's necessary. And all of those things are incredibly necessary. They're components of a real life and People, oh, it takes too much time. No, it just takes awareness and willingness. First desire, then a willingness to actually have an energized, you know, sensual, sexy, empowered life. And then, you know, showing up to do the work. Because you're just talking about changing a habit. That's all you're talking about. It's not appreciating. It's just the willingness to feed the what you want more than what is or what you don't want. Well, and to listen too. I mean, I really heard you say like these beings are speaking to us, right? These beautiful bodies, these beings that we have. And so how willing are you to slow down long enough to listen and hear what what the request is, what what the body, what the being, what the spirit is asking for? Well, I think that's the intuition that you're talking about. It's like, Mm -hmm. I've had so many people tell me, I don't know what my intuition is sounds like so i just did a facebook live on this yesterday Mm. it was really about like start exercising the muscle give your intuition assignments right give it assignments like okay i'm going to pay attention to you you tell me how to go what's the best direction turn off your ways and your you know google maps and just let your intuition guide you let your intuition guide you about what you should say to someone when you're having a challenging time just give it assignments so that you build the intuition muscle. I love that. And giving the, giving the assignments in, in moments when it's not like a do or die situation, you know, or it's like, you don't have to be somewhere at a very specific time. Like let your, and give yourself a little bit of play with it. I love that. That's, that's a really, a, a really beautiful thing. And, um, and we are talking about female intuition in particular. Um, and I would, I would actually love to hear because men have intuition too. So how do you differentiate that? Women's biggest superpower is their intuition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely top intuition. Because, and when women try to be like men, they lose that superpower. Yes. Because oh my God, yes. Like you lose your biggest gift that you're bringing to the party, whether it's a board meeting or your children, or your relationship, or your friends, or a difficult situation you're in, the slow down and stop and tune in. Even if it's 30 seconds, even if it's one minute, even if it means going to the bathroom, 
and being by yourself for a moment so you can gather your superpower, your intuition, and go into that situation with more of you, more of the essence of you, and more of all of the beings that you have that are there to help you that you don't see. Some of them we see and some of them we don't see, you know, but it's, I'm not trying to sound all woo-woo, but, you know, it's the important thing is, is men have intuition, but women have intuitions and spades and diamonds and hearts and everything else. We are intuitive beings. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can navigate things and change things. That's why women are in charge of relationships vibrationally, because we can move anything because we can move over it, under it, around it, through it. You know, it's, and when you start doing something, when you start going like direct and you have to do it like this, you're losing your superpower. Mm-hmm. Your superpower is take a breath, pull back, get the big picture, and then see what the best way to untie this knot or, you know, undo this tension or open, you know, another possibility is. I love this. So, so we have to go to a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to discuss more on this female intuition and the moon centers. I really want to hear more about the moon centers after the break. Um, but before we go to break, can you just tell everybody where they can go to find out more about you? Yes. Uh, my website is gurutej.com, which is G-U-R-U-T-E-J.com. It's awesome. Lots of good stuff there. Yeah, there is. So go check it out, gurutej.com. More when we return. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. All right, we're back. So um, I was so intrigued when I was when I was first, you know, looking into you and, and looking at your website and reading your bio and just getting to know a little bit more about you and what you do. And I have never heard of this concept of the moon centers before. And I've been in like the, you know, like women's world for a while. So I am, I'm just super turned on and intrigued by this concept. And I want to hear more about it. Like, what is it? What are the moon centers? Where do they exist? How do, how do we find out about them? Tell me, I'm curious. Yes. Well, there's all sorts of uh, good stuff. So my teacher, Yogi Bhajan mentioned this, for about, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, one year, we had these camps in the summer that were just for women, called women's camp. And they were, at that time, eight weeks long. And he was like, it's really important to have these so that when you go home, your men appreciate you and that you get to rejuvenate yourself. And it wasn't like we got to sit around and, you know, eat bonbons. We did <laughs> obstacle courses and, you know, all sorts of stuff. It was very amazing. But I was reading through the notes And I noticed this thing about the moon centers, and they didn't talk about it a whole lot. So uh, I went to talk to him, and he said, oh, you should write a book on it. And I'm like, 
but I don't really understand it. So I got to research it. And it's a very beautiful concept because men are ruled by the sun, which is a longer cycle. It's a 28-day cycle. Check your man out and pay attention. <laughs> Women are ruled by a moon, and it changes every two and a quarter to two and a half days, right? Mm-hmm. And just think about this. Have you ever had, like, your husband, a man in your life, you know, bring you flowers one day? Like, he'll bring you, like, a, you know, a flower that he picked or something like that, and you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And he tries the same thing three days later, and you're like, really, where's the rest of the bouquet? And <laughs> completely at a loss. And you're like, it makes total sense to you. Because... When he brought you the first one, you were in your eyebrows or somewhere really dreamy. And when he brought you the second one, you were in your inner thighs or your navel. And you're like, seriously? That's like a child. Like, you know, step up. (laughs) So let me just talk a little bit about the concept of the moon centers. They are 11 points in your body. And the moon goes through them. And I want to say this. I'm going to say, you can get my book. Okay. it's, It's all in the book. I'm also doing right now a free giveaway on the moon centers on Facebook. And if you're part of my, um, if you're part of my uh, community, my intimate community from my website, then you'll even get a bigger discount on any of these things. But I'm doing a free raffle right now uh, to learn more about the moon centers. So this couldn't be at a better time for you to really get in on some interesting, wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. The moon centers are, the moon travels through your body and there is a positive, a challenged and a neutral aspect to each moon center. Okay. And everyone's moon centers, I'm going to say this several times, move in a different pattern. So you will get to pay attention to yours like, you know, for maybe three months to be able to chart it. And once you have it charted, you're going to know how it moves and you're going to be able to just use these gifts so well. So what are the 11 moon centers? Okay, I'm going to just go through them really quickly. Okay, and just tell you a little tiny bit about each one. So your first one is your hairline. And if we don't think our hairline is important and carries our spirit, why would the American Indians have taken people's scalp? Okay. Your hairline is this, just, it goes all around you. It's very much about intuition. It's very much about your knowingness, right? It's very much about your dreams, but really your, um, not your daydreams, but your visions, right? And then your, so the challenging aspect of this is when you don't feel connected to your, your, visions. You're not getting any visions. Nothing's being revealed to you. You're not tuned into your intuition. Okay. The great thing about all of these is there's ways to get back to the empowered state. That's the gift. I call it a treasure hunt, right? Once you know where you are, you can go, okay, I am totally in the challenged aspect here and I need to get back to the empowered or the neutral. The neutral may sound like not great, but it's so good because it's standing on top of the mountain. It's seeing the view from a place where you don't feel like you are not emotionally involved in it, right? 
So what you're going to see with these moon centers is, is that when you get to know what they are, like, oh my God, I fall down the pit of this moon center every time I get into the challenging one. This one, no, I got this one down. This one's like, when I go into this, I really feel good. I get this one. Okay. So each one of these, you can feel like you're drug around by your emotions of it, or you can get into the more devotional, connected state, or the neutral, all-seeing state. How, do, how, how would someone know, how would I know when I'm in a particular moon center? You would, after you meditate in the morning, okay, <laughs> you would get my book that has a whole chart of them and just use a pendulum, get a pendulum, and just use the pendulum along with your intuition. And another thing I really recommend is you do this with a friend because sometimes we have a very funny idea of ourselves and your friend will know because the way you speak, like when you're in your hairline, you can speak very, this in your eyebrows, kind of dreamy, you know, visionary. And that when you're in your inner thighs, it's like, we're going to do this right now. We're going to clean the closet out. I, you know, I'm done with messing around. You know, you're having a board meeting, like you're not taking any stuff from anybody. It's there. They have very different energies, each one of them. And you're going to be surprised. It's another in way to work with your intuition, right? It's a really powerful way to work with your intuition. Mm. So yeah, you can tell by your tone of voice. You can tell by anything. Uh, there's just so many ways to tell. The foods you crave, the, you know, the, what you want to be doing. Uh, so I want to go through at least a few more of them. There's yeah. 11. I'm going to tell you where they are, and then we'll see how many we actually get to go through. Okay. Eyebrows. Then cheeks, lips, earlobes. I mean, they're sexy places, right? When you think about this, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, nape of your neck. Like, just have somebody, like, you know, kiss the nape of your neck. It's like, you're like, okay, I will follow you anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, your nipples, your navel, inner thighs, super sensitive, powering place. Uh, your clitoris and the membranes of your vagina. Okay. So each one of these, and the interesting thing is the membranes of your vagina is the most sacred one. Absolutely. Oh. Not surprising. This is because the neutral aspect of this is anything can, you know, come or go and you're good, right? It means that you're in that totally connected place. And just think about the membranes of your vagina. If we let our membranes of our vagina talk to us, we would never have sex with the wrong person. We wouldn't. Right. Because it would tell us, <laughs> whatever your sound yours makes. But, you know, it would just like, you don't go there. And then we override that. We go, oh, yeah, it's a really one, you know. And then the next day, what happens is the, the challenge aspect of that moon center, you feel like you want to kill yourself. It's just you're like, oh. What made me do that? That was just like such a dumb decision. So it's not only about sleeping with someone. It's about letting someone into our essence, right? Mm -hmm. And really knowing how to take care of that. So um, I'm not keeping track of time here. I don't know where we are in time. How many more can I go through? Um, you, you definitely have some time to go through a few more. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's take your cheeks. Your cheeks are fabulous because... Um, your cheeks are all about, you are a PR magnet. You are, you know, press. You can, you can 
put anything out into the ethernet, into your social media, and you just know what to do. You know how to become, you know, actually just promote anything. Um, and you can do it for yourself, for somebody else. This is when you're in your positive. When you're in your challenged, you actually have a very hard time. You just want to flirt with everything, right? It's just kind of like, uh, nothing. You don't want to go into the grit of anything. And flirting is interesting because we're looking for somebody else to tell us that you're good, right? Look at me. Tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm, you know, you want me. Tell me, you know. And, and the uh, neutral aspect of it is, is that you're able to see, like really see from your essence of what needs to be done and do it with no effort. Okay. So how about lips? Because lips are a really big thing for us as women. And, um, you know, we know that sometimes we say things and we're just like, what made me say that? Why did I say that? That was the stupidest thing. And then you have to do cleanup time, right? So yeah. <laughs> spend so much time cleaning up. If only you had just, I'm going to tell you a really wonderful thing you can do when you're feeling like you want to react in your lips. Take your tongue and very lightly bite your tongue and breathe through the sides of your mouth. And exhale through your nose. And just do this like three times. And then just take a deep breath in. Okay. So what that does is it's one of the aspects of Sitali breath. Sitali breath is for calming and cooling your nervous system. And it does that. And when we get upset or anxious or, you know, reactive, we're hot and bothered, right? So that will calm you down and allow you to either say, can we talk about this later so you can compose yourself or that you actually can come back with something that's compassionate and speak into the you know, essence of the other person. So your lips are all about, you are so talkative in your lips. In the positive, you're talkative, okay? In the challenged, you just feel like, you know, you have, you just want to talk trash talk. It's where, you know, your self-doubt comes in. You're just like, you know, talking really badly about yourself, other people where you're really prone to gossip. You know, and in the neutral, whatever you're saying is very uplifting to everyone around you. Okay. So. This is fascinating. I know. I, I want to hear more about other ones. Same, same with me. When I heard about this, I was like, oh, my God. You know, yes, of course. This makes total sense. Okay. Earlobes, right? Your earlobes are really interesting. They're about your values and what you value when you're two is not what you value when you're 20, is not what you value when you're 40, is not what you value when you're 60. Okay. So we need to update our values on a really regular basis. And if you're in a relationship with someone, you need to do it continuously. You know, it's like just checking in. And the interesting thing about this is in the positive, you feel like you're living to your values. In the challenge, you feel like you're not. And what happens when we feel like we're not living to our values? It means we're not in alignment with mm -hmm. who we really are. And so you're deceiving yourself or you're living outside. And this is what causes horrible diseases in our lives, right? 
is by living against your values. Sure. And the neutral is, is that you feel able that not only are you living your values, but you feel able to, you know, inspire other people, not to talk at them, but inspire other people to understand and live to what their values are. Um, okay. So any other one that you really want to hear about? Something? Yeah, the inner thighs and the okay. clitoris. <laughs> inner thighs is, it's all about organization, right? You think about it like in yoga, when you squeeze your inner thighs, it immediately helps you to pull up on root block, which means that you can close off your uh, sex organs and your rectum so that you can have your container closed, right? So much of the time we leak a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And so what that does is it helps us, you know, we know about Kegels, but root lock is like the next step up of, you know, really closing our holes. You're only as holy as your nine holes for men, your 10 holes for women, as you are in control of what goes into those holes and what comes out of them, right? So in your inner thighs, it's a great time to organize anything, right? It's like you are, you can organize everything from a desk drawer to in your entire team. You just, you have tremendous clarity on what needs to be organized and the energy to be able to do it in the positive. In the challenge, you feel like you can't, you know, you're losing your keys, you put, you find your keys and then you've lost your glasses and then you can't find where your purse is and then you leave your credit card at the, you know, it's just that when you find yourself like in that place of like, oh my God, I cannot keep anything together, right? And in Okay, but I have a question for you about that because there are some people, I mean, you're talking about this as moon cycles and that we cycle through them every two days, but like there are some people like who are just more prone to disorganization than others like generally all the time. Yes, and, and working with your inner thighs will help that. <laughs> it will really help that, okay? Because disorganization means that your magnetic field is not protecting you from energy. You know, a lot of times people say, I'm such an empath. And I say, what you're telling me is, is that you have a very weak magnetic field. You need to strengthen your magnetic field so that you can actually not just be, you know, have feeling bombarded by everything that's coming to you or at you or, you know, for you. And so you strengthen your magnetic field by working your inner thighs? No, you strengthen your magnetic field by magnetic field exercises. And you can find a lot of those in my flip charts. Okay. Yes. So those are, you know, some ways to... Your magnetic field, we know, we know our computer has a magnetic field. Sure. Cell phone, but we have one. Yeah. And it's only as bright and powerful as you have worked with it to be. So when we're sick and we're feeling down that we can have a very short, small, like six inch magnetic field, when you really feel empowered and connected and tuned in and, you know, it can be like 22 feet. It can be humongous, mm -hmm. right? So you want it, you want a really big magnetic field. And I'll tell you a little trick. You want to increase your magnetic field, wear white. You get an extra 18 inches just by wearing white because it has all the colors. So... Don't believe me. I don't want you to believe any of this stuff. I want you to experience it. That's when it's yours. That's I think that's so fascinating about wearing white. I'm, it's part of my ministerial 
attire when we were ordained and minister through the Center for Sacred Studies and our attire is to wear all white and that's like in ceremony we show up in all white. Yes. Yeah. Try doing it as ceremony for the day. Yeah. Yeah. I do sometimes. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so it, it calms you down and it calms the people down looking at you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very, has a very calming effect. Yes. Cool. All right. What about the nipples? The nipples, the nipples are, you know, women, everybody has an arc line, right? That, that energy around your head that is, um, you know, we sh- they're shown in, you know, pictures of saints and, you know, gurus that there's that really bright energy around their head. We all have it. But women have an extra arc line. We have one nipple to nipple. And it's so that we know, so that we don't have to follow our children around, so that you can stop being a helicopter parent and you can trust your intuition of your nipples, that you know what's going on with your child, and that you can hold them in prayer. There's no more powerful prayer on the planet than a prayer of a mother. Even your spiritual teacher, how are prayer of a mother more powerful? Hmm. So remember that. But your nipples are really interesting. In the positive, in the positive, you tend to be overgiving. Okay. It's like the time where, you know, you're volunteering for 10 things and you're just like, what have I done? <laughs> How do you do it? You, know, like, you come out of it and you're like, I just volunteered for 10 things. Or somebody came over and you were like, oh, you know, I'll feed you and I'll do your laundry. And, I'll, you know, it's, you're just over yeah. the top. And in the challenge state, you just feel like you need somebody to take care of you. Usually when women are really exhausted from overdoing is when we feel like nobody takes care of me. Why is nobody taking care of me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, in the um, neutral state, you, you tend to be compassionate that you see, but you don't have to jump in and rescue everyone and everything. You really know what the most compassionate answer or action is. And you can do that. Cool. What about the clitoris? I'm just going to keep asking you as long as we have time. I want to go through all of them. <laughs> Your clitoris is really interesting because it's not going to sound like what it should be, but it's um, in you are like the hostess with the mostess in the, in the empowered state because the clitoris is really about being able to magnetically hold and be gracious and vivacious and gorgeous and, you know, uh, you know, energetic and just delightful for everybody. It's a time to, you know, have a party. It's a time to hold people over. It's a time to run a retreat. It's, you know, all of those things. In the challenged aspect of that, you just want to be with your clip, your clan, you know, the people you feel safe with. You want to, you know, okay, this is what I want. And it's really interesting in all of these because I have tips for men, too, of what men can do, you know, for women in all of these situations. Because mm. it's not the same. You know, it's not like, okay, run her a bubble bath. In this one, if men are really smart when a woman's in a challenge thing, they will encourage you to, like, go be with your friends tonight. I'll take the kids. Just go be with your friends. Mm. Because it's a very kind of um, susceptible feeling you feel like oh very delicate and like you know just need to be around the people who will love and see me right and and the neutral aspect is that you are 
you know, the light. You're the light. And you think about it, it makes total sense because what happens when our clitoris gets stimulated is our eggs all start lighting up, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yes, pick me, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so there's three more I've been tracking. Yes. There's navel, nape of neck, and eyebrows. Do we have time to go? I think we have time. I'm going to say we have time to go, to go through those three. Okay, so navel is, um, navel is you need to move your beautiful body. Navel is like, it's time to exercise. It's time to move. It's time to, you know, do. It's, you know, and the challenge aspect of this is all you want to do is sit on the couch and be a couch potato. You want to do nothing. You want to like put your hands over your ears and go, la, 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 you can't make me do anything. No, I will not exercise. No, I don't want to dance. No, no, you can't take me to a yoga class. And the positive is, is like, yes, yes, we will get up and we will move. We will you know, be alive. Think of your navel as first it connects to your mother, then it connects to the world. So if we don't move the energy in this beautiful body of ours, then we get stale. Our breath mm-hmm. stops, you know, we stop breathing as much. And it's just, it makes us very um, susceptible to depression and anxiety. They're just mm-hmm. sides of each other, right? One's hot, one's cold. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's your navel. Uh, the nape of your neck is fabulous because it's on the backside of your voice box, right? So you are mm-hmm. in the positive. You are super susceptible to voices. So if somebody has what I call a wraparound voice, you'll follow them like the Pied Piper. They go, oh, you know, you're just you look beautiful today. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm going with you. <laughs> but it's also wonderful in that Chanting will really, you'll experience if you're chanting or you're praying out loud, you will feel it much more intensely. You will experience that sound current and feel very held and loved by it. That's the neutral. And the um, challenged aspect of it is, is that, you know, you just, instead of understanding that the voice is there to make you feel calm or that person you love their voice, you're ready to just, you know, Hope that that voice is going to take care of you and make you feel better. You know, please just, you know, make me feel better. Hmm. And the eyebrows are about dreams. It's about, you know, daydreams, night dreams. It's about having your dreams and being connected to your dreams. I mean, think about it. It was like, you know, the women were, you know, put in the red tent or put in the moon lodge during their cycles. Not so they were punished, but so they were given space to have visions and dreams and, you know, to be able to bring them back to the tribe, to bring them back to their community. So it's that kind of, it's very dreamy. And the, uh, the neutral aspect, I mean, the uh, challenged aspect is, is that you feel very paranoid because a woman without her intuition and her dreams is a woman without a radar. Right. And in the in the neutral, you just feel like you can deliver the dreams to whomever they were meant for and not get attached to it. I have visions and dreams all the time and I, I'll email or text my students and tell them about it. And but there's no attachment to if they do it or they don't do it. I just have to deliver it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's just, you're the delivery person. You're the mail person. Right. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And this is all, this is from the Sikh lineage. Is this? No, this is, this is an, uh, an old, uh, Ayurvedic, I believe Indian, you know, Hindu Sikh, everybody embraces this. Yeah. It's a knowingness, but it's really interesting that it has been lost. Like you talk to Indians about it, they don't, most women do not know anything about this. Right, right. Well, that's why I was really curious to talk to you about it because I've, um, you know, I, have, I haven't gone incredibly deep in, in my studies of yoga, but that's definitely was a very early on in my spiritual journey was part of, part of the, that unfolding and awakening was, was through yoga and I'd never heard anything about it. And so it's, to me, it's just fascinating. And, and, you know, thinking, reflecting, hearing you talk about all of this and just thinking how, how masculinized a lot of the yoga culture and what we've received from it is in, in many ways, you know, it's all come from, from male teachers. And, and so I just, I think it's so beautiful that you're bringing this information forward. And it's, I mean, it's definitely, it's a lot to, to assimilate and it's like, wow. And, and digest and, and to track, I'm sure it's like its own practice in and of itself to just really start to get to know all of these centers and, and to track oneself within them. Um, but it's totally fascinating and I can see yeah. how it is it, like a science. It is. It's just, I call it a, you know, it used to be a secret, sacred science and I yeah. want to keep it out. And I really want to train other people to teach it. I even have a certification for course for it. You know, uh-huh. I'm teaching, you know, a two or three hour course to, uh, I have now a six week thing that I'm going to do starting September. That will be a six week of, you know, an hour call with questions afterwards. And, uh, you know, you can do my book, you can do that. You can do a certification course. It's how deep do you want to dive in and how do you want to, use this not only for your own life, but for all the lives of the people that you know and love. You know, I, w- I want to see this taught in middle school because if young men and young women could understand this, it would be such a cool thing. And I, at some point, I hope somebody does this, probably not me, but creates an app for teenage girls so that they can mm-hmm. actually just go back and forth and go, what twin center are you in? Okay, what are you doing to empowered that has like a little meditation you know with it or a breath exercise my god i love that idea if anyone out there is listening and knows about app development she just gave you a gold mine right there so it's um it's it's so beautiful because if our children were all taught this science then they would have a completely different experience of women and their gifts and we would know how to encourage each other like oh you know i think you're in the nape of your neck Let's go, you know, chant together. Let's go, you know, so that there was, and there's tools like in the book and in the course net, there's lots of tools of how to get back to the empowered state, not just identifying them, but tools to get back to the empowered state of each one, which is really important. Absolutely. Gurtej, thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your day to, to be with us, to give all of this incredibly valuable information to our listeners. Um, to those of you out there who are listening, if this really rang your bells and you want to know more about it, you can go find out more at gurutej.com. That's G-U-R-U-T-E-J.com. Um, again, we've been talking about female intuition and the moon centers, and this has been a very fascinating conversation. Um, so again, just thank you so much, Gurutej. This has been great. Thank you. And all of the listeners, the way that you can thank us 
is by going and diving more deeply into this and using it in your life. Because just hearing about something doesn't change it. But dive in because it'll serve you really well. That's right. You got to put it into practice. Yes. So thank you so much. And to our listeners out there, I love you. Thank you for showing up for another episode. And may you go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply. Many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.